Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I did see this story that I thought I would bring to your attention since we're talking about soccer. El Chapo has been in the news, as you know, because he had the... The Mexican drug lord. Yes, the Mexican drug lord had the big interview with Sean Penn, and then a couple weeks later he gets caught by the authorities, and now he's back in jail. In the same jail, by the way, that he escaped from last time. So, good job, Mexican authorities, putting him back in the jail that you couldn't secure the last time. In either case, this story comes out. I saw this on uh, Fox Soccer. It says that El Chapo, apparently, with his net worth near a billion dollars, looked into and had the means to purchase London-based soccer club Chelsea. Yeah, but they would never let him buy the team, would they? I... I don't know because I don't know that they would have any say in it. The the person who would have to say it is Roman Abramovich, who owns the team. Now he's not looking. But to isn't sell there some Chelsea. sort of governing body like there is in the NFL where you have to be voted in? I, you know, I don't know how it works in English in the English soccer world because <laughs> there are some unsavory characters certainly that or no, let's, no there's some unsavory no. characters that, that run things in soccer. I don't know if you're aware of that. Who would you rather have, Jimmy Haslam or El Chapo as your owner? <laughs> you got to pick one. Well, El Chapo, say, El Chapo would have beheaded Johnny Manziel by now. He'd be say, dead. El Chapo probably was a little better at not getting caught, but then again, he just got caught after he did an interview with Sean Penn. But so, I mean, this guy's been operating for what twenty-five years underground. No one's been able to stop this guy for the most part. Every time they do, when they catch him, he gets back out. Jimmy Haslam didn't get he didn't get out of anything. He just paid a big fine, and they let him out of his trouble. Did so, I ever tell you my theory on that? Which theory? I think that if you are able to escape from jail, that you should just be free. But that doesn't take like away. If, but if you you're didn't, good you didn't enough, pay your debt to society. It doesn't matter. They weren't good enough to hold you. If you were good enough to get out of that jail, then hey, enjoy your life. Don't screw up again, because then we're going to bring you back. Yeah, but, but if you could pass them on the street, be like, hey, El Chapo, hey, prison guard, <laughs> you couldn't keep me. I know. See you next time. Yeah, but. But your logic there is that the, the reason that a jail exists is that it's a competition between the, the inmates and the people who run the jail. The reason a jail exists is because you did something wrong. I know that, says, but the jail couldn't you hold there. you. Yes, then so you then, need to build better jails. Yes, you need to build better jails and then catch that guy and put him in the better jail. Not like, not no, just I'm say, saying, oh, well, you, you, you sneak out of jail. You successfully get out of jail. You should be free to go. You just There's got to be some magic line that you cross where, you know, the guys and the guards just stop firing at you and say, all right, well, he beat us. You just brought up the premise to one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. Do you remember that movie that came out a few years ago with Sly and Arnold? They were in it. Sylvester Stallone was- The Expendables. Was no. No. Well, why are you yelling at me? They were both in that movie. They were, but that was the premise that one of them breaks out of jails all across the world. Oh, I saw that one. It was Escape Plan Escape or something. Plan, that I liked was it, that yeah. movie. You liked it? Yeah, I thought it was, it was stupid, it's but very I liked stupid. it. It has a great movie, actually. It's very stupid. No, no, you're Come stupid. Come on. <laughs> so let's just... <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the you're whole premise stupid. is 
this guy, Sylvester Stallone, who's 60 and can barely talk, is like, and he. That's he looks, why he's the perfect mark. And they wouldn't like, expect him. And he looks like he weighs 300 pounds, is the escape expert that can get out of any prison anywhere. Come well, on. What do, you, what do you want? Like a flying Walenda in there? Yeah, like, you probably need go someone, through who's the duck a, work? someone who's flexible, who can crawl through like tiny. I'm, I'm quite just like, hey, yo, I just looked at the door and then it opened. Oh, well, you know, he fixed the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that guy is not the one breaking out of prisons. It's usually like the scrawny dude that no one would suspect is the one who could sneak through the little airways. So you don't like out. my whole thing is that if you escape, you should just be allowed to go. No, that was essentially the premise in this movie was that they, that was why no, they used No, that's not him. the premise for the movie. He was used, so, well, yeah, it is to make prisons tougher. Yes, to make prison. This guy got out and they made the prisons tougher. But then tougher, it was a big conspiracy. And, and then they put him in a prison where he couldn't get out. Bad of. things happened there. And he and uh, Arnold worked together. Spoiler alert. Yeah. For a movie that's three years old. Hey, man, I thought it was a decent movie. And you know I hate everything. How is it possible that I like something and you don't like it? I don't know. It was, if you had younger, different actors that were more believable in those roles, maybe I could have taken it. But seeing What are we talking about here? Believable in yeah. those roles? It's a stupid action movie. You go in turning your brain off. That's like people who listen to the show saying, well, you know, if Common Man and T-Bone spoke with British accents and had Harvard degrees, I'd take what they had to say seriously. We're stupid. You know this going in. That's fine. You can watch mindless entertainment if you want to when you go to the movies. I like to see something with some substance. Oh, get out of here. At the theater. Get, at the theater. And as I say that, I go to see The Force Awakens for the seventh time. Yeah. Have a game time for the game. We were talking about it yesterday oh. because there was a website that had a countdown clock that went down to 8 p.m. And I said, there is no way that the Buckeyes in Michigan will play at 8 p.m. If that happens, I will operate on myself on the air and I will remove a testicle. Well, good news. I don't have to do that. I may do it for fun, but I don't have to do it because I lost the bet. It is officially a noon game against Michigan. Please don't call me when you go get ready for that DIY project. All right? Like, don't. Hey, T-Bone, you come over and bring me some whiskey so I can perform field surgery on myself? Just don't call me because I'm not coming over. That's not a new show on DIY where sometimes they go to the lows <laughs> DIY and it's, it's like bath crashers <laughs> where they just go and say, hey! Your bath is ugly. Let's go home and rip it up. Yeah, now I'm going to have my own show, Testicle Crashers. Well, I was thinking more like face crashers. Like, hey, your face is ugly. How about we just cut it off and put another attractive person's face on it? I used to love those shows. Like The Swan or Extreme Makeover before it became the home edition with the the creepy looking guy who probably has a white van. What's his name, Teddy? Ty Ty Pennington? That's right, Ty Pennington. Yeah, he's, he's, he's creepy. He's too happy. There's... There is, he's probably, he's probably the best carpenter known to man. He's probably really good. That's with all fine. That stuff. I don't care about him. He's I want space creepy. carpenters. That's why I like that show on E called botched. Oh, I haven't seen that. Were they these people who have had like Mexican plastic surgeries where they go down to Mexico and they get a tummy tuck for $4 and they wonder why it doesn't come out right. <laughs> Speaking of Mexico, did you hear this story? It's It's been on the internet a few different places this week. This guy was was living in Texas. He was suicidal. Very just, he wanted, he was depressed. He was nothing to live for. He wanted to die. So he wanted to do it, I guess, humanely. He didn't want to just go out with a gun or something. So he decided to drive down to Mexico to buy barbiturates, which I thought were something that you got at like a soda jerk in the 1920s, but whatever. He went down to get barbiturates to kill himself with, which this is going to sound depressing, but hang on, it gets better. He goes down there, and as he's down there, he realizes that 
not only are barbiturates legal, but so are hookers. So he he says, well, I'm going to kill myself. Life is almost over for me anyway. Why, why not? Why don't I get like a hooker? Like an impulse buy at the register. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just get a hooker. You see that old Henry candy bar at the register? You weren't going to buy it, but hey, you're there. You're hungry. You want some chocolate? You buy it. So then he's with the hooker, and she says, hey, how about we get some cocaine? And he goes, oh. Well, I'm going to die anyway. Why not? Who cares about going to jail, having cocaine? Upsell. Yeah, let's get some cocaine, too. Why not? So he does that. And then he decides, this hooker says, why don't we get some more hookers and keep getting more cocaine? All so right. then he has, like, three hookers and cocaine, and he spends, like, a couple days with all of that. And then he spends, like, a whole week with all of that. And then he decides, after, like, seven days of cookers and, of cookers? Hookers and cocaine... Life is too good. I'm not going to kill myself after all. This is going to be a trend. We always it's talk about how the NFL's a copycat league, right? Now all these psychiatrists are going to see this, and they're going to get out their prescription pad and be like, all right, Fred, I'm sorry you want to kill yourself, but I'm going to write something down on here. Here's your prescription for Mexican hookers and blow. Now I want you to go, yes, five whole days. I'm of not, Mexican hookers and blow. Sorry, Doc. I'm not good with reading your writing, but on this prescription here, it looks like it says Tijuana. Yes, yes. You're gonna go. You're gonna go to Tijuana. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna draw you a little diagram. Actually, let's bring in our favorite artist when it comes to this type of drawing, Bobby Carpenter. He's going to draw you <laughs> a picture of what you're going to do. I don't. Th- I don't, <laughs> no, I don't really want that treatment, Doc. I was hoping for the No, other that's th- yours. Oh, that's oh, yours. That's not, okay, I got it. Oof, all right. Yeah, you think this is going to work? On a special Dr. Phil. That would be my all-time episode. Dr. Phil comes on, he prescribes hookers and blow, and then the second half of the program, ugly people come in and get their faces rearranged. I just picture Dr. Phil getting angry at the people like, Mad that they didn't take his advice. Well, did you go down to Tijuana and get the hookers and blow like I, I told you? I didn't follow well, through. Well, that's Doc. your problem right I know, there. I got to follow through with it. This is why I want to kill myself, You got to take control of your life. It's not about them. Well, it's about you. I'm too lazy to take control of my life. This is my problem. This now, woman's name is Stardust. To my house, I want you to talk to Stardust for five minutes and tell me she doesn't change your life. I'm not good on the phone. Don't I don't worry, know what she's not going to be doing a lot of talking. When, I don't know when why. When did Dr. Phil turn into Bill Clinton? <laughs> Bill Clinton I also said, not, hey, I want to kill myself. <laughs> Write me a prescription. <laughs> that's actually, no, that's his excuse when Hillary catches him in Tijuana. I swear, I've like, got a prescription. <laughs> You made me want to do this. <laughs> the doctor's notice right here. Al Gore's just there, but he's just there to monitor. He's just auditing it. No, he he doesn't want. He wants the dim lighting in the whorehouse to be with the incandescent. Lights. So he's got. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in this squiggly light bulb here. <laughs> like, that's fine, Bill. You can go ahead and have that hooker. I'm gonna go for a masseuse. Uh, I don't know if anybody follows any of that, but I whatever. Don't care. Who cares? What's the difference? <laughs> Bill, Bill and Al's Excellent Adventure in Tijuana. I want to see that movie. Please make that movie, somebody. We got, I don't we judge got anybody like with the hookers and the cars. blow, but if you don't recycle, then we've got a problem. Uh. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.